It's the dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. My name is Spencer, and I am your host today. Yeah, uh, I am recording this on December twelfth, eight o two a.m. I'm starting a bit late today. All right, the first word in this episode is envenom. E n v e n o m. Yup, envenom. This is a transitive verb from the 13th century. Number one, to make poisonous. So if you have a muffin and you put some poison in it, if you are the witch, is she a witch, the queen? Who is she? Um, in Snow White, she envenoms the apple because she puts some bad, nasty stuff in it and makes her fall asleep. Number two for envenom, the synonym is embitter. So I'm making bitter. To me, to me, that's that's kind of like poison in the thing. If you make it bitter, make it gross, those are not flavors that I want to be tasting in my mouth. I don't know what venom or poison tastes like. Maybe it's all different kinds. Maybe some are sweet. Maybe some are bitter. But bitterness to me is like poison. Uh, this word is from Venom. <laughs> That's it. I don't even know why I bothered. Okay. Sound effect is bump, bump, bump. The next word is envenomation. Envenomation. Sounds like a weird kind of animation. This is a noun from 1923. An act or instance of poisoning by venom as a snake or spider. Uh, so the, when, when a snake or a spider bites you in the butt with their fangs and they put their venom in you, then they have just performed an envenomation. That's it. I didn't even know there was a word for that. What's the act of putting venom in something? It's envenomation. Boop, boop, boop. Next is envenomization. So we put an I-Z in there. I think, yep, that's the only change. Envenomization, noun from 1960. The synonym is, of course, envenomation. So the word that came later, almost 40 years later, do we not use that one as much as the original word? Which one do we use more when we are talking about when a snake bites you and puts its venom in your blood. Envenomation or envenomization. Boop, boop, boop. Next is enviable. I want to say enviable, but no, it is enviable. This is an adjective from 1602, and it is highly desirable. Enviableness is a noun and Enviably is an adverb. So it's so desirable that you you don't have it, you want it. There's somebody else who has it. You envy them because they have it. They have that thing. That thing is enviable. Ha ha, I have a banana. You don't have a banana. This banana is enviable because it's my banana and you want my banana. 
enviable. Boop, boop, boop. Next is envier. Envier? Yeah, E-N-V-I-E-R, envier. Noun from the 15th century, one that envies. So if you are very jealous of my banana, then you would be the envier because you are doing the envying. The envying, you feel so envious. Yeah, that is a word I don't think I've heard. Envier. Here we go with... Boop, boop, boop. Envious. E-N-V-I-O-U-S. Adjective from the 13th century. Um, where did it go? Number one, feeling or showing envy, as in envious of their neighbor's new car. Oh, that car is enviable. Al also is in envious looks. So, now I don't think that these are the looks. You look at my looks and you're like, oh my God, I want those looks. I want that face. I want that hair. I want those glasses. I want that flabby stomach. Uh, No, I don't think we're talking about envious of somebody's looks, although that's possibility too. I think when you look at the neighbor's new car, you are giving it envious looks. You as the envier are giving that car, the enviable car, envious looks because you want it so bad. Okay, next is uh, number two for envious. This is archaic. Uh, 2A, the synonym is emulous. E-M-U-L-O-U-S. And uh, I'm curious about what that means. Um, Let's see. Let's look at this page. Oh, emulous. Uh, Inspired or deriving from a desire to emulate. Oh, yes. Ambitious or eager to emulate. Yes, jealous is in there. That's obsolete. So, yes, very, very similar idea. Uh, I want... I am jealous that you get to do... Okay, I'm going to f- say it. The When I see uh, people doing TV shows and movies, uh, they get to do funny voices. They get to say funny lines. They get to do silly things. I look at that and I get very envious. I get enviable. I get... Uh, I have the, uh, the emulous... I have the emulous because I was like, I want to do that. That looks like fun. Can I do that? Can I just, I just want to mimic. I want to emulate that. And sometimes I do when I'm sitting on the couch and I say sounds. Okay, so that was the first synonym. Now to be the second synonym is enviable. We just saw that word. It's uh, anything that's highly desirable is enviable. And so you could also, I guess in archaic times, also call the thing envious. That car is envious, and I am envious of that car. I think that's what it's saying. Maybe? But it's, a, but it's an adjective? Anyway, it's archaic. Enviously is an adverb, and enviousness is a noun. Next is Enviro, E-N-V-I-R-O, Enviro, noun from 1987. Um, The synonym synonym is just environmentalist. So I guess, which we are going to see, yep, we're going to see that in this episode. So I guess if you are an environmentalist, you want the environment to be taken care of all over the world, 
then you could also be called an enviro. Enviro, uh, 1987. I don't, I think it was one of those words that stuck around for a little bit, but maybe not too long. Next is environ, E-N-V-I-R-O-N, environ. This is a transitive verb from the 14th century, and the synonyms are encircle and surround. So if you are going around a thing, you are environing it. Environing? This is from Anglo-French, environ, which means around. Uh, that is from N, which means in, plus the l- virun, which means circle. Yep, you're going in a circle, around the thing. Uh, also from virer, which means to turn, and there's more at the word veer. That's why we have the word veer, because you, when you have to veer, because there's a, a deer, you got to veer for the deer, you got to turn the car. Uh, so environ, environ, yeah, it's a verb. You're going around a thing, environing it. I don't, I wouldn't have thought that. I think I would have thought that this was just a, a shortened way to say our next word. Boom, boom, boom. Environment. This is a noun from 1827. Um, and we have a, a few long definitions. Number one. The circumstances, objects, or conditions by which one is surrounded. So... This, the stuff, the physical stuff around you, uh, the circumstances, the, the conditions, you know, what's maybe the weather, what's, what situation are you in, um, are you on a train, are you, what, and what, yeah, just what's going on, what's your environment. Right now, you know, a good chunk of every day, most days, this, is, this room is my environment, it has been for a while, and you know, it's just filled with electronics computer and monitors and lots of lots of weird lots of stuff lots of junk i gotta clean it up actually and some toys that just sit there because i don't have room at home (laughs) that's my environment okay 2a the complex of physical chemical and biotic factors as climate soil and living things that act upon an organism or an ecological community and ultimately determine its form and survival. Well, they said it all right there. This is one of the factors. This is one of the big things that determine who you end up being or who you gradually uh, evolve into. You, you're, it's a constant evolution. Um, and, and it's obviously for, for non-humans as well, the plants and the animals. Uh, whatever your environment is, that is going to have some effect on you. I think the big things are your environment, uh, your genes, and I guess the people, the people who are in your life would could also be described as the environment. But that's, you know, they're, they're connected, but they're a little bit different. Um, and are there other things? What are the other things? Your your genes uh, play a big part in who you physically become. The people have a big part of your your personality and the things that you think. Uh, and then your environment. You know, is it a warm area? Is it a cold area? These are very simple ideas. What's the culture in that area? Religion, whatever it is. 
uh, the, that's your environment, and it is a hugely, hugely important thing to to determine who you end up being. Um, and what was the rest of it? The, it's the the physical, the chemical, the biotic factors. Yeah, the climate, the soil. You know, we're constantly digging in the soil, seeing what's going on. The soil plays a big part in who we are. It's talking more for you know other other creatures. Uh, and then yeah, what are the living things? In that area, we typically talk about this in terms of animals and plants, uh, but obviously humans have their own environments, and maybe, you know, we got number one, that was more for humans, uh, but maybe one of these other ones are going to talk more about the human environments. 2B, the aggregate of social and cultural conditions that influence the life of an individual or community. Right there, that's it. We found it. This is, yeah, the social and the cultural conditions. I feel like it should still also say climate and things like that, maybe not so much soil, but you can, if you combine 2A and 2B, that's when you're getting, that's, that's the real human environment. All of the social and cultural conditions, that, and that this is the important part, that influence the life of an individual or a community. I think that's it. What else can you even say about that? I'm sure somebody else could talk about that for a long time. But just, yeah, I don't know. I, this is just one of the things that I think about. I constantly think about who I am and why I am, and I think a lot of other people do that too constantly every day, and the environment is just one of those things that you can look back and be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm like that because of that. That's one of the things that affected who I am. What else? Number three, the position or characteristic position of a linguistic element in a sequence. A sequence? What? What are we talking about here? The position of a linguistic element in a sequence. Hmm. Not entirely sure what that is. Four. A computer interface from which various tasks can be performed, as in a programming environment. I guess is this just like the user interface of a program? That's the, the program's environment. Hmm. A synonym is the word background. What's your background? Where did you come from? Or what is literally your background? This very plain wall with some foam on it is my very boring environment. I would love someday to have my own office where I could maybe put up some decorations and some better lighting. That would be wonderful. Right now, we're not there for some reason. It's just we're not there yet. But someday, someday, we can we can put up some toys in the background because I have a few toys. I just got a new toy. It's not a toy. It's just a very fancy, expensive model. And I don't have the, many of those things at all. This was my first one, really. Okay, and I'll put that up. I'll show that up back, back there someday. Environmental is an adjective. Environmentally is an adverb. And there is no etymology. Um, why? Because uh, maybe it was similar to environ? Circle, turning around? Um, are we going to see it in one of these other words? No, we're not. Hmm, that is interesting. 
Which means now we gotta go... A boom, boom, boom. Environmentalism. This is a noun from circa 1922. 1922. A hundred years ago, we were talking about environmentalism. This is number one. A theory that views environmental rather than heredity as the important factor in the development and especially the cultural and intellectual development of an individual or group. The idea is that the environment is more important than your genes? Is that what it's saying? It's the important factor in the development and especially the cultural and intellectual? I mean, yes, when you're talking about the cultural and the intellectual development of a person or a group, then I think that's correct. I think the environment definitely is going to have more to do with what you sort of see yourself as, what you learn, than, more so than, your genes. But when it comes to just the general importance of the development of a person, an individual, or a group, the genes, the heredity, play a pretty big part. It depends on what we're talking about. So yes, in this context specifically, if we're talking more about the uh, cultural and intellectual development, social things, yeah, your environment probably does. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, number two, advocacy of the preservation, restoration, or improvement of the natural environment, especially the movement to control pollution. That's probably what we think of more these days. When you hear the word environmentalism, you're not thinking about how much your environment has an effect on you, more so than heredity. No, you're probably thinking about how maybe you're an environmentalist and you see that climate change is real, you see the science, the science is real, and you believe that humans are the cause of that, and we need to chill the fuck out with those things. And it's not like the earth is going to be destroyed. The earth will survive this. But there are a whole lot of innocent creatures and people who are suffering and dying and dealing with terrible, terrible environments. And it's not just... Uh, regular thing that we go through. This is something that we started in the industrial age, and it's only gotten worse. And I get really worried for the future people, because they're probably going to be having to deal with something much worse than what we're dealing with now. I have talked about this stuff too much, but we're going to keep on talking about it. I don't know. Who needs to hear this? Is anybody listening to this or watching this? Are they, do they, are they the ones who need to hear this? Probably not. But, you know, we, can, we just got to, you too, we all got to keep on talking about this. What do we do? Do your part. What can you do? Do your best. Are you an environmentalist? Do you study environmentalism? Do you adhere to those viewpoints? What's the next word? Boom, boom, boom. It's environmentalist. Noun from 1916. One, an advocate of environmentalism. 
And so that's probably the first definition where you think that environment is more important than heredity in terms of certain things. But an environmentalist is also number two, one concerned about environmental quality, especially of the humans, the human environment, with respect to the control of pollution. And I feel like because this book is a little old, maybe like a decade old, uh, they probably have a new definition that's not specifically calling out pollution, um, but maybe because we have learned more in science, uh, we have better words and terms for that. So it's not just pollution. Um, we now know it's more about, um, I don't know, we have the, the chloroflorofarbons. <laughs> that's close to a real word. Um, and then also uh, just this is the carbon, the carbon in the atmosphere, and it's coming out of the soil and the things and all the places, and it's getting into the, the other, into the environment, it's getting into the atmosphere. Uh, so, uh, so yes, I think they need a little bit of an update. Maybe they've already done the update. I'm just in the past. Um, and I would proudly say that I'm an environmentalist because I think that we are not doing the best things for the environment and also the people who live in the environments. These are the people in your environments. The last word is environs. And this is the word that I was thinking of. When I saw environ, I thought that's just a shorter way to say your environment. But no, I think it might be this one. Environs. Noun. Uh, did I spell it? I don't know, E-N-V-I-R-O-N-S. Noun from 1665, one, the districts around a city. So it's the small little environments around the big environment. 2A, environing things. The synonym is surroundings. So those are the things that go around the other thing, uh, because environ, the verb of it, is encircling and surrounding. So maybe a city is environed by suburbs, and so those suburbs would be the things that are environing the city. They are the surroundings. You know, there's other specific examples. 2b, an adjoining region or space, and the synonym is vicinity. What's in the area? What's in the vicinity? It's the environs. Okay, I am now going to pick a word of the episode. I'm now going to pick a word of the episode. We had envenom, envenomation, envenomization, enviable, envier, envious, enviro, environ, environment, environmentalism, environmentalist, and environs. Well, um, I'm not a big fan of, of feeling envy and being envious. I feel like um, that's not so good for your mental health. If you are feeling jealous of other people, you gotta, you gotta love yourself and feel that you are whole and you have everything that you need. Um, uh, you know, we all, we all get stuck, I think, into feeling, feeling jealous sometimes. Um, but no, but no, but you, you have your own path, you have your own life. And, uh, 
you you I I that's just this is just what I think. I think you need to not be so jealous about what other people got and be happy for for what you got. And maybe you can work towards getting that thing. If you want that thing, if you want my banana, then maybe you can work towards getting a banana. You can have it too. Yes, you can. Okay, but that's not the word of the episode. Um, I think I'm going to pick environmentalism. I liked, I think both of those definitions are interesting and important. Um, the, The feeling that we are screwing up our planet and also that uh, just thinking about how your environment uh, has an effect on you. Go ahead and think about that. If you want to call, leave me a voicemail on my Google Voice number. It's in the show notes. And tell me how your environment has affected you. I would love to hear that. And I would love to put it in an episode if that's okay with you. You can also just uh, contact me on social media or you can email me. All that information is in the show notes. Um, and you, well, let's, let's chat. Feel free to tell me about how you feel. Okay, so environmentalism. Environmentalism is the stuff about our environment. Oh, wonderful times. Now, more wonderful times. I'm going to tell you about a movie I watched, or two, because I'm trying to catch up. Um, and mustard. Let's see, where did we leave off? Um, House of Wax, No One Will Save You. Here we go. Lady in White, movie from the 80s, never saw it. Um, it seems like it's um, pretty pretty autobiographical. I think a good chunk of it is pretty autobiographical. Um, was it based on a book, or did they just go straight to a movie? I don't know. But I think it is his, is his name Lucas. Lucas Haas, I, gotta, I should double-check this his name. Um, he is a fantastic actor, as especially as a kid. Um, it's I'm always very, very impressed with, yes, Lucas Haas. Um, he was recently in The Righteous Gemstones, and he's had a, a good, great career. He's been doing a bunch of stuff over the years, and, uh, and uh, I'm just really impressed with kids who can act so good. How did you know? How do you, how, how are you so mature? Anyway, good job. And also, um, what's the other movie that I just saw here on the list? L- Hell House LLC Origins. Um, all I have to say about this movie is fuck them clowns. If you like the creepy horror stuff, it's a, it's a fun watch. And those clowns, they're not fun. I don't like them. Okay. This is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening and watching on YouTube. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.